We pick up at the bottom of uh, 69b, Samachtet Amudbet, with the Mishnah. Uh, the Mishnah says as follows, we're going to see the connection between this Mishnah, which seems to have no real connection to the previous Mishnah, uh, and uh, the Gemara is going to ask a question why it is here. It starts off with a topic, Amatai, maybe Chagiga, Imo. What happens is on Pesach night, uh, you have to bring uh, an animal called a Chagiga. Uh, it's a special Shlamim uh, 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 that you have to bring. A Shlamim is an animal that you give part to the Mizbach, part of the Kwanim, and the owner eats uh, it as well. We're going to see that you bring that along with the Pesach. However, uh, when there are specified times uh, when you do that. Uh, what are these? They're conditions. It has to be a weekday uh, for you to be able to bring this, uh, this uh, Chagiga. Batara, uh, all the nation has to be Tahor. It can't be brought in Tuma. Sometimes uh, and the whole nation is Tame, and, uh, and then you go ahead and you offer the Pesach uh, in a state of Tumah, but Chagiga uh, will not be offered at that time. Vimuat, uh, and when the, uh, there is not that much meat on your Korban Pesach, so you have to supplement it with this Korban Chagiga. Uh, however, uh, when it is Shabbat, Erev Pesach falls on Shabbat, which uh, does connect to our Mishnah as well, I mean to our chapter uh, that uh, that we've been dealing with, uh, Erev Pesach falling on Shabbat, uh, on the, on, when the 14th falls on Shabbat, Merubah, uh, also, if you have a, a big amount of meat on your Korban Pesach and not that many people eating it, uh, so there's a lot of meat for each person, uh, and when the majority of the community uh, is Tama and therefore you bring the Korban Pesach in Tumah, then you do not bring the Korban Chagiga, this uh, special extra offering with it. Mission continues. Chagiga taba minatzon. You can. Uh, it has to come from the tzon, uh, which it, it can come from the tzon. I a sheep or goat. Minabakar also uh, cattle. Uh, you could bring a cow, for example, uh, with uh, or a bull, uh, etc. As uh, as also as your chagiga. Minakavasim min ezim. As we said, from uh, from sheep or from goats. Min azacharim minakavot. And it can be a male or a female. Uh, as to as opposed to a Korban uh, Pesach, uh, which has to be a, uh, a, 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 a and as we're going to see in the Chedet, uh, sorry, we, we'll get to that, uh, Korban Pesach uh, has to be a, a young uh, um, a male, it has to be specifically a male, and it uh, has to be a young one, it has to be in its first year. We're going to see the, uh, that uh, Chagiga, uh, according to some opinions, can already be in its second year. Nechalim, Neshnaimim, Valalechad, and uh, this Chagiga is able to be eaten for two days and one night are the same as other shlamim. Uh, it's got no restrictions uh, as opposed to the Pesach uh, which in theory uh, could be eaten uh, you know really uh, on, on in the afternoon but you're not allowed to eat it in the afternoon. You've only got the night uh, to eat it and according to some only until Chatzot uh, that is uh, that, that's the, the, the majority opinion is that you uh, should only eat uh, the Pesach offering until midnight. Okay, so the Gemara picks up my Tana de Tani Chagiga. Why all of a sudden are we now talking about Chagiga? What is the connection uh, to our previous Gemaras? Tana Harkavto Vahavato. We said they're carrying the uh, um, uh, the, uh, the uh, Pesach offering and bring it from outside the uh, the Tchum. We said that is not override Shabbat. Nami Chagiga Shabbat. 
Shabbat. And so too, therefore, the Chagiga, if it doesn't, uh, we don't push aside Shabbat for the Korban Pesach itself, we definitely don't push aside uh, the, the, the Shabbat for this Chagiga. That's why it only, uh, it only happens uh, in, in, on a weekday, as our mission had said. Vaki uh, Kama, this is what it's telling us, to, to, uh, saying, when do you bring a Chagiga with uh, the Korban Pesach? Manshu, Ba, Bechol, Vatara, Uvamiot, as our mission had said, uh, when it comes on a weekday, uh, everyone is, is pure, and when everyone has a small amount of a, uh, it's only people that have a small amount of Korban Pesach to eat. The Amr of Ashi, Rav Ashi says, we learn from here, we learn from here that uh, it is not an obligation to bring this Chagiga uh, on the 14th, because if it was an obligation, Shabbat, you would have to bring it on Shabbat, you'd have to bring it even when you had a lot of meat to eat, uh, and you also have to bring it in Tumah, i.e. it's only to fill in when you don't have uh, the reason. So now the Gemara says, So why do you bring it in a state when, it, when there is not much uh, meat to go around in terms of your Korban Pesach? Are you got a skinny Korban Pesach? Uh, or else you've got a lot of people uh, there and each of them uh, has to uh, have a uh, uh, at least a Kazayat worth of meat, but uh, there's so many people that each of them is only going to get a little bit of Korban Pesach. So therefore, Kedetanya, as we learned in a brighter, Chagiga haba ima Pesach nechilet tchila. Really what happens is you, you offer this uh, Chagiga, you bring it up, and then that is your main meal. So that what? That Pesach is eaten at the point of uh, just before you feel full. You don't bring it, you don't eat it uh, after you feel full. That's what's known as Achila Gasa, uh, and that is uh, not uh, a good thing to do at all. However, it's just like when you're feeling full, uh, almost like royalty, uh, that you, you've, you've had enough to eat, and now there's, uh, and you've had enough to eat, but you, you know, now it really makes you feel nice and full and, and happy, and therefore, you're already, uh, you know, you're not eating it uh, in a ravenous way. Also, the, the the problem would be if you're eating the Pesach offering, you don't eat much on Erev Pesach. You can't eat that uh, that much. You can't eat chametz. Uh, you can't eat matzah. Uh, you're gonna, you can have a little bit of fruit or whatever the case is. So you're often quite hungry uh, when it comes to Pesach night. And also, you have a few cups of wine, which might increase your appetite. And then uh, the the problem might be is that you might like. Uh, be so hungry that you'll end up breaking the bones of a Korban Pesach. So that would be another reason why you wouldn't, you're not supposed to eat the Pesach when you're ravenous. Uh, so therefore you eat this Chagiga uh, beforehand and uh, and therefore you eat it at the point of uh, satiation is feeling full. Alright, so the Mishnah, now we quote the Mishnah, uh, it says, Nechelet, uh, uh, you eat it two days in the intervening night. Okay, Matnitin, Kolor Ben Tamer. Our Mishnah is not like Ben Tamer, because we're going to see Ben Tamer says it is much more closely, the Chagiga and the Pesach offering are basically sisters, uh, you know, sister offerings, and uh, therefore they share almost every similarity, as we'll explain on now. Detanya, Ben Tamer, Meir, Chagiga, Ba'ima Pesach, the Chagiga that comes with the Pesach offering, Haraiki Pesach, it is exactly the same as the Pesach offering, Ayi, to only be eaten uh, during the day and the night, which actually, as we explained uh, a minute ago, is that it only is eaten really uh, on the night because you can't eat anything the day before. And uh, the the the, the, the 
of the 15th okay is eaten uh, for a, uh, a, a two days uh, and an intervening night okay so uh, a bit of introduction over here uh, this is dealt with uh, much more in Masechet uh, Chagiga uh, but uh, what happens is that uh, when um, the introduction is that uh, um, uh, people have to bring three different korbanot uh, on Yom Tov, uh, and uh, when you come up to the Beit Hamikdash, uh, you come to Jerusalem. You're le le regal. Uh, first lamb is olat ria, uh, the, the literally a, 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 like an ola which gets totally burned up of ria, because the pasuk says uh, uh, You shouldn't uh, see my face. You shouldn't uh, appear in front of me uh, empty-handed. You shouldn't be empty uh, when you come in front of me. That's the first one, olat ria. Uh, Shalmei uh, Chagiga, the Shlamim, uh, in terms of to celebrate Yom Tov, is also known as, uh, and this one is what we called uh, the Chagiga Chamesha Asar, or the 15th, uh, it, because it, it says, the Pasuk says, Vachotem, Oto Chag Lashem, you should celebrate before Hashem, uh, and uh, you have to bring a, uh, a Chag. And then, uh, and, and, and also what you have to do, a third animal that you'd have to bring, uh, which is not absolutely necessary, uh, but... Um, it's something uh, you meant to eat meat on Yom Tov. It's, it's a, a normal korban shlamim. Uh, it's known as a shalmei simcha, uh, uh, offerings of, of happiness, uh, and, and that is you eat a meat of a korban because the pasuk says of vachta shlamim sham hashem You should rejoice in front of your God. Okay, so so really you don't have to bring a specific korban uh, for this purpose. You know you can eat meat from other korbanot uh, if those are. Uh, if, you know, if, if you've got them, uh, but if you don't have meat, well, then there's a, a mitzvah to bring the meat. So those are the, the, the that's what we're talking about. This chagiga uh, uh, of the fifteenth. All right, vachigat abasar yotzei ba mishum simcha, and if you uh, consecrated a chagiga uh, um, uh, uh, that was meant to be brought on the fourteenth, but for whatever reason, uh, people dropped out of your korban, and there was suddenly enough meat uh, for everyone to have, uh, then uh, you. Could could even use that. Uh, you can fulfill the, the, the mitzvah of bringing the chagiga of the 15th. Uh, you can use it for a normal uh, simcha, right? Uh, you can uh, do that. Vain Yosebo, Mishum Chagiga, sorry. Um, you can bring it for the Shammai Simcha, uh, as we explained, the last uh, korban, uh, but you can't use it uh, for the Chagiga. Uh, and uh, the, that's it. the Chagiga is a separate offering altogether uh, because uh, there is a principle, uh, and uh, we, we won't expand on it that much now in, in, in depth over here, but just the concept is uh, when you bring an offering, it has to come from something uh, that is uh, free. Now, you've already consecrated uh, this offering, uh, so it is not free. It's not yours uh, anymore it's, uh, it's consecrated so you can't use it and change it to another uh, chagiga uh, you but you can use it and and, and bring it for shalmei simcha uh, you can you can do that so it is uh, that's that's what you fulfill uh, then in that respect so now the Gomorrah examines Rabbi Tamer's opinion and it says, My time at Rabbi Ta- Ben Tamer. Ben Tamer, why does he say such a thing? Uh, As Rav taught his son, uh, You should not leave uh, the sacrifice of the Chag Pesach until the morning. So he says, Where he talks about a Zevach, the sacrifice and the Chag, that is a Chagiga. Uh, the Pesach is as it sounds, the 
Pesach offering itself. Should not be left over. In other words, it has to be eaten in the same time as the Pesach, as we mentioned, uh, until midnight. All right, so now, Ibalu, uh, so the question is, according to Ben Tamer, as we said, he's got this very close connection between a Chagiga of the 14th and the Pesach offering itself. Does it have to be uh, roasted exactly the same way as the Pesach or not? Uh, the fact that it's connected to Pesach, uh, that means that all the, all, that, all the only connection would be is that it has to be eaten in the same time time period it can't be left overnight uh, longer than the night aval let's leave but maybe it doesn't have to be prepared the same way law or maybe it's got both it has to be done exactly as the pesach and tashma the gemara says halal kulotsli part of the manishtana uh, in the times of the the Beit HaMikdash, uh, this was the question, how come on all other nights we can eat uh, roasted uh, or cooked uh, meat, and now on this night we only eat roasted meat. Uh, so therefore, that was part of the Manishtanah. We'll see this uh, Bezrat Hashem in the 10th chapter. We'll examine uh, the Manishtanah of the Mishnah uh, versus the Manishtanah that we've got. Anyway, Rav Kista says, Zu Ben and this means that uh, this follows, this Mishnah follows the opinion of Ben Taima. Uh, which says that uh, uh, you you eat the uh, korban pesach uh, at uh, it must you eat the korban pesach as well as the kagiga roasted shmamina. So therefore, we see that uh, it has to be roasted as well. So we prove that now ibalu. So we continue asking the bentaima in terms of bentaima ba'a mina bakar or ainot ba'a mina bakar. Does it come from the bakar? Uh, can it can a kagiga come from the bakar? I cattle. Uh, for example, a cow. Uh, it can it come from uh, the the bakar or not? Okay, ba min and Can it be a female offering or aina ba min and Or can't it be a female ba min shtei shanim? Can it be two years old or aina ela ba bat shtei shanim? Or can it only be a one year old animal? Uh, all these things, uh, pesach, as we mentioned before, can only be eaten. Uh, that can only be brought from an animal under a year, a male animal, and either a sheep or a goat. Right, so does the Chagiga conform to that or not? Uh, that's the question. Uh, and we say, Ki Akshay Rachmana Le Pesach, when uh, the, the Torah compared it to uh, the, the Pesach, uh, in what way uh, did it uh, compare it uh, to that? Uh, it says, Lemide Dachila, Aval Lechomili Law, is it only in terms of eating, i.e., uh, roasting it and when you can eat it, uh, etc., or uh, with other things, Aval Lechomili Law, with in terms of other things uh, we don't compare it to Dilma Loshna or maybe there's a very tight uh, comparison between the two and uh, and the answer is Tashma we learn uh, a brighter as follows Chagiga Ba'amina Pesach the Chagiga that comes from the Pesach i.e. on the 14th of Nisan Harehu Kepesach we're talking here the Chagiga of the 14th it says Harehu Kepesach it is like a Pesach offering in all respects okay Ba'amina Tzon has to come 
from a sheep or goat, can't be a cow. A bar means a charim, and a bar can be a cow. It has to be male, can't be female. Bar, bat, shenatam. It has to be a year old, uh, under a year, and it can't be more than a year old, I in its second year. And it's only eaten at the same time period as the Pesach offering. I, uh, the, that, the, the, the day and the night, uh, as we said, the night. Uh, you can only eat it roasted. And a further thing, you have to be registered for it exactly the same way as you are uh, registered for the Korban Pesach, so too you'd have to be registered for this Chagiga. So as we said, uh, there is an incredibly tight connection, according to Ben Tamer, uh, with a Chagiga of the 14th uh, and the Pesach offering itself. So it's almost identical in all respects. And the Gemara says, Command Who holds the Svara? Just ask it rhetorically, because it has to be Ben Tamer. Uh, therefore, Shmamina, Kula Milta, Shmamina. We see that in all respects uh, it is uh, comparable to the Pesach offering. All right, again, we ask another question. Ibalu, the Ben Tamer, in terms of Ben as we mentioned, you have to eat the Korban Pesach like royalty. And one of the things that uh, royal people do is they don't break open uh, the bones to like scavenge and uh, you know dig for for more food. That's not a, it's not dignified to do that. And uh, there's a special commandment to not to break the bone of a Pesach. A negative commandment: uh, you're not allowed to break the bone of a Pesach. Um, a, a commandment not to do that uh, uh, and, uh, um, and and therefore we see does that apply to the Chagiga as well uh, and you might think so even though there is this connection between uh, the Pesach offering and uh, the Chagiga of the 14th however the Pasuk says that is the, the quote of the verse uh, it's in Parshat Bo uh, and uh, the, the, you're not allowed to break a bone of it uh, so maybe it's only it I specifically the Pesach offering and not the Chagiga offering uh, what does Bo mean uh, over there is that is only talking you're not allowed to break a bone of a kosher Pesach offering uh, or maybe it's saying that you, it's only a kosher Pesach offering that you uh, can't uh, uh, do it in other words um, uh, that that's got nothing to do, uh, you know, only one, one that is fit, uh, but not to one that is disqualified. If it was disqualified in some way, uh, maybe it was tame or something like that, you all eating it in tumor, maybe you would be allowed to break a bone. Okay, so maybe it's got nothing to do with the Chagiga and it's got to do with the Kurban Pesach itself is fit or not. Uh, so that's the question. Tashma, uh, we'll let's answer it as follows. Sakin, Shinimtzeit Babasar. We have a Mishnah in Shkalim. It says if you found a shechting knife uh, on the 14th of uh, Nisan in uh, in Jerusalem, uh, we can assume that it is a pure one because you have to uh, shech the Korban Pesach and no one would have. Uh, you can't use a Tameh knife to shech the Korban Pesach because otherwise it would make it Tameh, right? Uh, and, and therefore you could, uh, you, you'd, you'd, ha- you'd assume that it is shechted. Even though it's lying around, you're not in doubt about its Tumah status. You say that it is Tahor. However, Bishoshasa uh, however if it is found on the 13th uh, you have to repeat literally and uh, you know put it in uh, the mikvah again so maybe even you would say well it's so close to the 14th uh, surely it is uh, um, uh, 
it has been toiled already. You say, no, maybe uh, you, you can't take a chance and therefore you toivel it again. However, that is a schitter knife, a nice uh, thin knife. Uh, Kopitz, uh, a Kopitz, which is a meat cleaver, uh, which is a, 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 it's a much uh, bigger knife and uh, you know much more of a blade. Uh, and it, uh, what it does, the main point about it is like, uh, like a butcher's knife uh, over here that uh, this cleaver would cut bones. Uh, and now this Kopitz, Bain Bazer, Bain Bazer, Shona Umatbil. Uh, in both these cases, uh, you have to toivel this knife. If you want to, uh, you know, you have to assume that it is Tame. Okay, so why, you know, where are we going with this? The Gemara says, Mani, whose opinion is this? Eli Marabanan, if you say it is the Rabbi's opinion, Masha Sakin, Demakbil, Dechazir de Pesach. What is the, the situation uh, in terms of? The rabbis, the rabbis say, uh, with uh, with a shkita knife, uh, you can assume that uh, uh, it is found on the fourteenth. We say that uh, it's uh, that we assume that it has been toiled because it is fit for the pesach offering. According to the rabbis, as opposed to Ben uh, Ben Tamer, uh, who says that uh, you know you, the rabbis have no problem uh, with uh, the. Um, uh, this uh, the, the the meat cleaver. They say you could use the meat cleaver on the chagiga. They don't have this uh, tight uh, connection between these two offerings, and they say you'd be allowed to uh, use a meat cleaver on the chagiga. So therefore, what do we say? Elalav de ben tamer. It must be ben tamer's opinion. He ushmamina. Uh, and what do we learn from here? Yeshba mishum shreita etzem. It must be that uh, he, he holds even uh, the case that even the prohibition against breaking the bones of the chagiga is the same as that of the Pesach. So you see, in all respects, it is the same. Uh, that is our ventured solution. And the Gemara says, Law, Law Lam Rabbanan, we could even say it is the Rabbis, we say that the 13th is on a Friday and the 14th is on Shabbat. Okay, and therefore, uh, we know that uh, if, it is on, uh, if it is on a uh, Shabbat, and then, as we saw in our Mishnah, according to everyone, uh, you do not bring the Chagiga offering. Uh, and therefore, uh, you know, even though the rabbis could say uh, that uh, you, uh, you could use, uh, you know, in terms of the rabbis say that you could use uh, a meat cleaver on a Chagiga, but it's not, it's not relevant here because of the fact that no one is bringing a Chagiga uh, because it is Shabbat. And therefore, so we assume that it is, uh, uh, hasn't been toiled and therefore you would have to toivel it. Again, okay, uh, and that's that's that. So the Gemara says, "Vahai mikatani sefer." But the last part of the Mishnah says, "Chal arbasa liot b'Shabbat." What happens if the fourteenth of Nisan was on Shabbat? Shochet ba'miad. Then you can shecht uh, with that knife uh, straight away. V'chamisha sa shochet ba'miad. And so too, if you found it on the fifteenth, I the first day of Yom Tov, you are allowed to shecht with it straight away because you're sure that it was done the day before uh, and it says um, continues uh, and says when inside Kopitz Kushra Lasakin what happens if the cleaver was tied to the knife and then it says Harei He Kasakin then in all ways uh, even if it's on the 14th which is a weekday uh, it is like the knife because we assume they were tied uh, together and, uh, and uh, for purposes of putting them in the mikvah 
Okay, Harei Kasakin. Michlal, Dereisha, Lava Shabbat Askinan. Because the last part uh, is talking about uh, Shabbat, we, uh, the first part can't be talking about uh, where the 14th of Nisan fell on Shabbat. Okay, so therefore uh, we have to uh, get another answer. Vela, uh, Shabbat, uh, Buruba, uh, you know, so, so actually what we say is that you've, uh, uh, it came when there were a lot of people uh, registered, uh, I mean, where there was a lot of meat uh, relative to the uh, the people that were uh, um, registered on it. Uh, so the Gemara says, Minayada, well, how do you know in this case? In other words, the Chagiga is not going to be brought uh, that, that year because there's enough meat from the Korban Pesach. And the guys, so the Gemara's question is, Yada. it's not like, uh, it seems to be that people, uh, we, we'll see this uh, later on in our Gemara, people can register until the, the Pesach is sacrificed. And so there was a lot of swapping uh, between the, uh, the different Korban uh, Pesach, etc. And no one is really sure uh, whose Pesach they were going to join. It's not like uh, a few weeks before you got invitations and stuff like that. It, it, it seemed to be much more fluid. And therefore, uh, you weren't sure right until the last moment uh, when who was going to be part of your group that, uh, with which you were eating. So in terms of that, um, we see that uh, that you know here we, we are talking about where this guy is not going to be needing this knife uh, because there's no need for the kagiga because there's a lot of uh, people. But we say, well, how do you know there's going to be a lot of people? Uh, so therefore, we reject uh, this answer, and therefore we change. We say, Ella shababa tuma. Uh, it comes in a state of tuma. Pesach comes in tuma, and we know uh, that uh, that uh, the kagiga is not brought uh, at uh, at that time, and because the kagiga is not going to be brought, then there's no need for a cleaver because everyone obviously assumes that everyone uh, agrees that you can't use a cleaver on a Pesach because you're not allowed to break a bone. So, uh, therefore, the Gemara says, sof, sof, minayara, still, uh, how do you know uh, that everyone, the majority of the nation is going to be Tama? You're not a prophet. Uh, so, therefore, the Gemara answers, no, uh, Demet Nasi, the Nasi had died. So, everyone's going to be involved in his burial and everyone's going to become Tama as a result uh, of, uh, of being involved in his burial. Uh, well, the Gemara says, well, hold on one sec. Demet Nasi Amat. When exactly did the Nasi die? If he um, died on the 13th and everyone is Tameh Sakin, Lamali, Demat Bile, why would you need to toivel the knife? Uh, because once a Pesach comes in, uh, in, in, in Tumah, uh, then uh, everyone is Tameh, so no, no problem. You know, you're using knives that are also Tameh, so there's no need to take the knife to the Mikvah in that instance. Ella, Dmitle Basa Abasa. Uh, and we say, well, maybe he died only on the 14th of Nisan, uh, and therefore you had already toiled it on the 13th uh, to be ready for the 14th, maybe early morning of the 14th, because as we said, if you, if you find it on the 14th, uh, then you, you don't have to toivel it again. Uh, but here he died on the 14th of Nisan, and they didn't know before that he was going to die. Uh, and uh, the Gemara says, Umarsha Sakin, the Matbil, Umarsha Kupitz, Therefore, what is the difference then between the knife uh, that uh, we said, if you, you know, in, in terms of, uh, the if you find it on the 13th, uh, you, 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 you toivel it, and uh, the 
the the kliva uh, that you don't. Okay, um, you know what's what's the difference uh, between these cases? And the Gemara says no. So Lord Tzricha, so therefore you have to explain as follows: the the the, the nasi goes Really, the nasi is on the verge of death uh, on the uh, on on the thirteenth. In terms of asakin dechad uh, saveka, there's only one doubt about the shechting knife. Matbiolei, uh, you would uh, there's only one doubt. What is that? Maybe the nasi is going to die uh, and uh, everyone's going to be brought in tumor. Uh, so you say, listen, in case of that, it doesn't make a difference. I'll just toivel the knife just in case the nasi doesn't die uh, die and then I'll have a a, a, a pure knife to shech my pesach offering. However, Kupitz, the trace in terms of this cleaver, uh, there are two doubts. Maybe the Nasi is going to die uh, and uh, you won't need a second. And even if he doesn't die, uh, maybe uh, there will be enough meat uh, that in, your, in your Pesach offering and therefore uh, the, and, and you won't need a Chagiga law Matbilei. So therefore you don't need to toivel it. Okay, a fascinating case uh, over here. Tanya, you would have been Dorotai. There's a guy, you would have been Dorotai. Parish lay Vodotai, Beno, Vahalach, Vyashev, Bo, Badrom. He's Dorotai, he took Dorotai, his son, and he went and he, and he uh, went down to the south. Uh, okay, because um, what, what happens is there's probably when a Pesach, uh, um, Erev Pesach, uh, fell on a Shabbat, uh, and we see his view is going to be that you bring the Chagiga on Shabbat. Uh, and, but therefore, when he when he saw that this was about to happen, doesn't say that he you know maybe he just went there permanently, uh, but uh, he says maybe he just went there for this specific uh, festival. Amar, so what does he say? What happens if Eliyahu comes? Amar him and he says to Jewish people, Why do you offer the chagiga on Shabbat? Uh, what what are the people going to say uh, in terms of that? Uh, it's going to be embarrassing to see Shmaya and Avtalion, the greatest scholars of the generation, uh, and they can dash out a whole lot of things, and they never told the people that the Chagiga comes on Shabbat. According to this Yehuda uh, ben Dotai, uh, you do have to bring the Chagiga on Shabbat. Uh, and Amarav, my time at Ben Dotai. Um, What's the reason uh, of Ben Dotai? Uh, he says, Dictive, his view is, uh, Pesach Lashem. Elokecha, you should sacrifice a Pesach to Hashem, your God. Tzon uh, 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 you know, an animal that comes from the Tzon, sheep or goats, and or Bakar, uh, and a cattle. So now, Valo and Pesach Elaba Mina Kavasim, but a Pesach has to be a Kevas, uh, sheep or Mina Izim or goats. Uh, Ela, Tzon, Zea uh, Pesach, Tzon is a Pesach and Bakar, he says, he learns it out, Zuchagi. Uh, that is a giga. And you have to uh, shecht the Pesach offering, which means that you have to shecht uh, the, the, the Pesach and um, uh, the, 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 the Pesach as well as a giga. So that is his view of dashing it out. So that's Rav's uh, uh, you know, explanation of it. And Ravashi, Ravashi says, listen, hold on one sec. Anan, Tama, the Prushim, the Nuku, and the Vinifrosh, you know, do we have to get up and, uh, you know, a guy that separates himself from uh, other 
the mainstream opinions, do we have to come and explain uh, why he's doing it? Uh, the reason we don't have to worry about uh, them. Ella Kra the Rav Nachman Hudata. The reason I'll explain the the pasuk as follows. Uh, the reason that the pasuk speaks like that is for the following reason. Am Rav Nachman Am Rabba Ba'avua. He says Menaim Lomatar Pesach Shukarav Shlamim. How do you know that a leftover Pesach is uh, sacrificed as a Shlamim? A leftover Pesach is is one that you made you you, you designated as a Pesach offering and then it gets lost. Uh, now it gets lost, so you you subsequently uh, designated another uh, animal and you sacrificed uh, it in its place and all of a sudden uh, animal A now pitches up you know looking uh, uh, happy with itself that it didn't get shechted so you know it, it, it pitches up so what happens is now it's after Pesach and you designate it now it's a Pesach uh, it was a motto a leftover one, uh, and therefore uh, it is. Uh, so, so, what do you do? Uh, you uh, you take it, and uh, uh, you have got this uh, Pesach offering now. Okay, so there are other ways uh, to have a Mozart Pesach, but we're not uh, necessarily going to get into those now. Okay, Shneimar, uh, and how do you know you offered as a Shlamim after Pesach Shneimar? Vezachta Pesach Lashem Elokecha Tzonabakar. He uses the same verse, shifting the Pesach offering uh, from a, the flock as well as the herd. Ruki Pesach Minabak. Uh, Pesach can't come from the herd, i.e. from a cow. Velo and Pesach by Elamak Kavasim Minaizim. It has to be a be a sheep or goats. Ella Motar Pesach Yadir Var Habamanaton. Left of a Pesach can come as uh, something that uh, from not only Minatson but also Umina Bakar can also come from the cattle. In other words, when you're sacrificing a shlamim, it can be uh, cattle. So, you know, that uh, this this way of doing it doesn't quite work with a Motar Pesach because uh, we said we designated an animal as, uh, as as your Pesach offering, so it had to be a sheep or goat to start off with. Anyway, as we mentioned, there are other ways uh, to... Um you set aside money, uh, for example, uh, for a Pesach lamb, and then uh, you set aside a specific type of money, and then the, money, the, the price dropped. Uh, there was an excess supply, and the price dropped, and then so now you've got some money left over uh, for the, the, the Pesach offering, uh, it, the designated Pesach offering uh, that's after Pesach because you didn't use it for the Pesach offering. So with that, you could buy cattle. So that's another option over there. All right. Uh, but now, getting back to uh, the central issue, Rabbanan, my time, Lord Shabbat. Why do the rabbis say, uh, you know, in terms of the Chagiga of the 14th, uh, why does it not override Shabbat? Surely it is a communal offering, uh, and uh, surely it, a communal offering should override Shabbat. Uh, and the Gomorrah says, Amrav Eli, Mishum Rabbi Yehuda ben Safra, Rabbi Eli, in the name of Yehuda ben Safra, says, the Pasuk says, Amakra, talking about Sukkot, Vachagot. Uh, you should uh, uh, make uh, celebrate a festival for Hashem seven days in the year, uh, and it says that you know on, in, in the seventh month. All right. So now the Gemara asks. It says Shiva. Uh, uh, why do you say seven days? Shmona uh, Havu. We know that the Shmini Atzeret at the end of the thing. So you should celebrate for eight days. Ella, we can the Chagiga. We're talking about a Chagiga seven days where you celebrate it. Sheino Doche et Shabbat. This Chagiga. Uh, you know, you, you can only brought uh, the seven days of the festival. Kiata uh, Ravin and Ravin comes to uh, uh, for Mary to show to Bavel. Amati Livna Ravata. He says, I said in front of my teachers, I said, listen, sometimes the first day of Sukkot will be a Shabbos, and then uh, the, you won't have an intervening uh, Shabbos in Sukkot uh, because the, the, the first day and the eighth day. 
will uh, be Shabbos uh, and, and therefore there'll only be six intervene, intervening days over there. So that sometimes is going to be six and it's not that uh, Shabbos is, there's only one Shabbos in Sukkot. There could be uh, Sukkot Shemineteret, there could be two. Uh, it says, oh, Sorry, as we said, uh, if Yom Tov falls on Shabbat. Amar Baya, says about this, quite interesting, this, this expression, Avin Tichle, Avin, you know, uh, you are bereaved or, you know, either it's a, it's a name for him uh, maybe lost his children or something like that uh, or uh, maybe only someone with no children would say such a thing anyway uh, how could you say such a thing you'll never find uh, a case where it's brought for eight days uh, that's the normal run of the year uh, run of the mill year where you have uh, one intervening shabbos Sukkot, uh, and it says Shiva Ati uh, Shanim. But in terms of uh, seven days, where where it can be uh, found that that, that you, most most Jews have uh, seven days. All right, uh, of uh, of uh, where you could bring the Chagiga. All right, we will stop there. Uh, everyone should have a great day.